What's going on, everybody? This is Dr. Chris Featherstone here with yet another episode of, you know what, listen, Vince, you, I'm tired of you doing your little bouncies every week, okay? So I got something for you. You want to bring the bouncies oh back? Oh, look at this. Huh? Let me see this. You want to bring the bouncies back? Huh? You want to? Holy. You want to bring the bouncies back, brother? You want to see that, huh? Wow, look at the thickness. Very nice. <laughs> Very impressive. That was the best thing going for tonight, man. Good night, everybody. No. Yeah, that's it. Here we go. Vince Russo, how are you tonight, my man? Not good, doctor. Not good. Not good, doctor. <laughs> You, Bro, you know what's you know what's so sad about this show? To 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 the basic fundamentals, Chris. Chris, I want to lay something out to you. Mm-hmm. Um, you get viciously attacked. Okay. okay? Um, laid out beaten to a pulp, left lying, left for dead. Okay? <laughs> Bro, th- th- this is just basic. These are the basic funda. Chris, I got to say this again. Guys, I'm telling you, you got to go over to patreon.com forward slash Russo uh, TWC. Wait till you hear the Vince emails. That, that's all I could say. It- it's this fundamental. Chris, you get your butt whipped. You're left laying, bro, half unconscious, okay? All of a sudden, bro, you catch wind that the guy that's going to beat you up is going to be is gonna be, be at the same bar uh, in a couple of days, mm-hmm. okay? So, bro, you're, the beating's going through your mind. Oh, yeah. You're thinking about what this guy did to you, and you're thinking about what you're going to do to him. And you cannot wait, bro, to Monday night when the guy's at the bar and you tap on his shoulder and he turns around and ba-boom. Okay? Bring the bouncies back for that one. Well, but no. That's not what you do. No, don't bring the bouncies back for that one? Nope. You show up at the bar that you know the guy's going to be at. Yeah. You got a big smile on your face. Yeah. Your high five. Hey, yeah. everybody. Yeah. Hey. Hello, Indianapolis. Hey. Bro, like, are they morons? Is From Big E to Vince McMahon to – are they just morons, bro? This guy was left laying, got his butt kicked as we went off the air, and he's smiling and high-fiving and pandering to the crowd. Again, bro, I'm going to bring up the Attitude Era. Could you imagine Austin doing that? Could you imagine Austin left laying and showing up the next week with a smile on his face? Like, what is wrong with these people? Do they not even watch? their own show now i'm told from week to week vince re- forgets what happens yeah. okay bro somebody's got to remember what happened yeah. somebody's got to say vince 
Biggie got his tail whooped at the end of the show. He's got to come out full of, full of piss and vinegar. He can't be doing hello, Indianapolis. <laughs> Welcome, like bro. What what is wrong with these people, Chris? What is wrong with the? How are these people employed, bro? If they can't get something that simple right, Chris. I agree. I agree, hundred percent, man. It's just. Like going back to the said bar uh, um, example that you gave. So I go back to said bar. I know that the guy who laid me out, I mean, just he snuck a t- he snuck attack me yep. last week. Boom, laid me out. Yep. Knowing that if it was face to face, he'd be he'd be knocked out, right? Right. I go back to the bar the next week. I know right. he's gonna be there. I know right. he's I know he's gonna walk in any minute now, right? Yep. Yep. So I'm going to the bar instead of like, okay, I don't don't talk to me, don't talk to me. I'm ready. I'm ready. As soon as he come in, I'm ready to rock. I'm going straight to him. I say, Hey Tom, hey, <laughs> yeah, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> round, rounds on me. Round, everybody round on me, bro. Yeah, yes, yes, Chris. Yeah, they are so out of freaking touch with reality, it's not even funny bro this this is being out of touch with the rest of the world yeah i agree and then and then he comes and then the guy who lays me out comes in and i'm cutting a promo on him yeah like he's only hey man you know last week you know you know what you did to me you know i'm gonna i'm gonna lay you out this week though but I'm but I'm gonna let you finish what you have to exactly. say. I'm gonna let you stand on that stage. I'm gonna let you finish whatever you have to say, yeah. bro. But but when you're done with the promo, then I'm gonna start marching up yeah, the ramp. Exactly. Bro, they are so out of touch with reality. They are so out of touch with if this you know what were real, yeah. how would these people act? They're so out of touch, bro. It's not even funny. Yeah, yeah. And I, Vince, I go back to episodic television. That should be the name of the game when you write a week to week to week to week show. If you want to make this seasonal, if you want to make this something other than episodic television, make it that. Otherwise, I, as a viewer, am going to judge this show based on it being an episodic television show because they're already they're always given stats. Yeah, this has been going on for 23 years. This is the most episodes ever. And this is beat bonanza and beat you know all these and it's like okay, so you've you're given all these stats about episodic television, but you're not writing episodic television and you you haven't wrote episodic television for a number of years now so and like i said okay v- v- vince is forgetting what they did last week oh, oh it, and nobody's going to remind them because right. well, there's only one way for this show to start earlier today even when it's daylight outside earlier today biggie's got that chair in the parking lot mm-hmm. and up pulls ca- there's no other way to start the show right there's no other way to start the show. If this were real, Big yeah. E would be looking to kill this guy. He cannot wait. Yep. I agree. I agree. I mean, that's the, that's episodic television again, Vince. So that's how bad, you wrote because bro, the, just so bad, bro. The cliffhanger from the previous episode is you have a full heel turn, like Kevin Owens hasn't been healed in like two years. You have a heel turn from someone who has been healed for a while, 
who's trying, who's tired of uh, people, you know, not liking him or dishonoring him or not giving him credit. He beats up the champion, and the champion comes in the next week <laughs> and starts talking about somebody else. Like yeah. the, he started talking about somebody else. Like that was, again, going back to the bar episode, going back to the bar example, someone lays me out. When I go back to the bar the next week, the first thing I talk about is the people who beat up one of my friends. Like, yeah, because you know what? Those two guys, yeah, they 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 beat up Vince, man. You know, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna take I'm gonna take that I'm gonna take that one guy out. And then I'm gonna take the guy out who beat me up last week. Yeah. So so out of touch, bro. Just so so out of touch. So out of touch. I mean, and bro, again, again, Big E has to say, "Nah, that's not what I do, man. I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that." You know, if if somebody broke into my house and attacked me from behind, and then I found out who did it, nah, bro, this is kind of what I do. You gotta say that, Big E, with all due respect. You've got to say that. I think it boils down to people being scared of their spot. I mean, I th- I, at the end of the day, I think that's where it is. He's, he's the champ. He's like, man, I don't want to step on any toes. I don't want to make anybody upset. I'm just going to do but whatever. The, to right, but me. in the meantime, Chris, these are the things that kill him. Yeah. Well, I mean, the proof is that he literally wrestled on the mid card last week. Yeah. And it got worse because he wrestled on the opener this week. I mean, like you, he, you didn't even make the middle of the card last week. You wrestled in the opener. And yeah. so he, after that, and then he lost and it's like, he's the champion and his team lost right before raw. I mean, right before survivor series, he's supposed to represent raw on survivor series and his team lost right before. And Seth Rollins has nothing to do with anything. And he was the one who got the win over the team who going to defend for the titles. I just, I don't get it, Vince. It just doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever. Before that, we we have what the Kevin Owens comes out attacks. Oh, uh, that was, and then Usos attack Biggie. That's that's what it was. The Usos come out, and all of a sudden they attack Biggie. Then Riddle makes the save. Orton's like, yeah, I don't. Well, they they kind of talked about it talked about it in the uh, back as far as you know further down the show. Orton didn't want Riddle to really do that. He had to make the save at the at the end. So you have Big E and the and Riddle defeating the Usos by disqualification, and then you have Seth Rollins attacking Big E and Riddle. I have no idea why this makes sense whatsoever. Randy Orton makes the save. Just for them to the baby faces to lose the six man match. This thing was super, super confusing on the go home to Survivor Series. Yeah. Well, the good news is they ate up 38 minutes. Okay. We're, we're, we're 38 minutes into this show. Are you kidding? Bro, we got that promo and this match in the first 38 minutes of this show. And they expect people to stay like connected that's that's what i don't get my night football wasn't that i mean the 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 matchup wasn't that uh impressive does it does it matter though does it really matter i was gonna say but at the same time you know it's something different it's something else um 
And then, oh. and then, bro, we go from that 38 minutes, Chris, and we actually replay that atrocious scene in the women's locker room last week when Zelina Vega was doing this nonsense. Yeah. We, we replay that. Like, th that was a highlight, bro. That was a highlight that you're replaying. That was a highlight, bro. Uh, yeah, it's 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 terrible, man. Absolutely terrible. Um, next, we have um, the Biggie hitting the J J Biggie hitting, hitting JSO with his finisher, as if that's going to get us excited about his match against Roman Reigns. Bianca Belair defeating Tamina, and then Dewdrop comes. But out. It, but again, bro, the way the match was made. Bianca Belair's talking about Dewdrop, and he, I don't even remember the last time. Like, bro, for a second, I didn't even realize it was Tamina. I'm like, oh, who, who's, oh, okay, that's Tamina, but mm -hmm. that's the angle. Like, that's the angle. So Bianca Belair isn't even thinking about Tamina, right. who she's got a match with right now, yep. but she's thinking about Dewdrop. Yeah, and she said, oh, you'll do. What <laughs> type of? What type of build is that? Bro. Oh, if, you'll if, do. Yeah, well, yeah, think about that, Chris. So Bianca Bel Belair has a match with Tamina in a minute. One minute. But she's just talking about Dewdrop. So that means she's not even worried about. So what does that say about Tamina? She's so so we've just, yeah, we just killed Tamina because yeah. if Bianca Belair is not sweating you, yeah. then who's sweating you? Right. Yeah, exactly. Like someone saying you'll do, and then you get beat by them. Like, I mean, that's the how far can you, how far low can you go? You get someone who tells you you'll do, and then they beat you. You know, what I mean, it's just, it, it's sad because I really like Tamina, and I think that she's, she's one of the most underutilized talent in the past 10 years, hands down. I mean, just, she just, I mean, she comes from the Snooker legacy. You know, she, she's, looks very intimidating and they just treat her like trash absolutely trash and it's just like they split up the tag team champions who had a terrible record even when they were tag team champions now tamina she's back to just jobbing out i just i don't understand why you utilize people like that and then you release them because they're not being pushed but they're being just totally just annihilated against someone like i mean i love bianca belair she's my favorite um in professional wrestling but just to be going back to what you're saying as far as like what we've been saying for a long time as far as people having to speak for themselves right someone like a tamina she ha like is it's to the point like okay look I'm I'm probably on the next round of releases anyways, right? Mm -hmm. So I might as well maximize whatever opportunity that I possibly can and go to work for myself at any rate or do something that's catching, that'll call some buzz, that'll draw some media. At this point, either I'm going to be a you'll do and job out to Bianca Belair or I'm going to do something that's going to cause some some headway that even if I get fired, I'll be a commodity at that point. You got to think about stuff like that. You know, bro, it's funny because I do a show at EC3 now, and he was telling me just last week, bro, 
he kept saying, I should have spoke up, bro. Like that, that's the mistake I made. I did. And he said the exact reasons you're citing afraid of losing my job, afraid of pissing some. And he said, bro, at the end of the day, I'm looking back now. And that's the only thing I regret. I did not speak up. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Everybody thinks they're going to get that. I mean, Vince, the money must be really, really good. It's not, though. Come on, bro. We we know it's not. We we I mean, we, I, I we, know we, we know it's not. This is the psychology of them convincing you that you are nothing without them. Yeah. It's that it's it's that head game that they play on you, bro. Because I guarantee you, bro, a good majority of these of these people could make more money on social media than what they're doing. I guarantee you they could. Yeah. We all see what Paige makes. They, they, they couldn't. Yeah, there was a there was a, a very well known wrestler that I that I know who used to work for the WWE, and this wrestler stated that uh, the wrestler was making about a hundred k, hundred thousand, about about a hundred k, and by the time this wrestler, um, you know, spent because you guys spent everything on yourself by the time. Spend all the you know food, eating healthy, making sure you clean, everything else. It averaged out to about forty to sixty k yeah. a year, yep. you know. And it's just like, wow, like <laughs> I make I make more than that, you know. What I mean, so it's just like, and you're and, and you're busting your butt, you're, you're you're taking all these bumps, you know. What I mean, like for for averaging out to be. 40 to 60k a year like just just to sacrifice your body for that like you've you've got to make some 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 moves you got to make some decisions and then and then Dewdrop comes out and says absolutely nothing when when the survivor series is over i'm looking for you okay all right okay okay and, and again vince as a spectator why do i care about this like why why do i care about do job there's still no rhyme or reason why she's a heel now she's a heel because bianca wanted her spot she wanted another spot to be woman's champ this made do drop upset and then all of a sudden she's a heel now and she still is going for like bianca Belair's out of the title picture now but Dujob got mad because Bianca wanted another title shot. That's not even a thing anymore. But Dujob is still mad at Bianca Belair. I just, <laughs> bro, we can we 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 can go down this whole show and say, why does anybody care about any of this? Why what why why does anybody care about a Becky Lynch and Liv Morgan? Like, what wh why does one person care? Why do I care about this? And bro, this is a another typical thing. This is another typical thing. I was, you know, for the first time, bro, because I've been very critical. Becky's cutting a serious straightaway promo. She's not trying to be a clown. She's yeah. not trying to be fun. She's not trying to be Elton John this week. Yeah. She's back to being the man. Yeah. So she's talking crap, talking crap, talking crap. It breaks out into um, physicality. Mm -hmm. Liz one-ups her. 
Becky, who was just talking crap. I won the title in 26. She gets, she, she now bails out of the ring. She's now selling what Liv did like an absolute fool and is cutting a stupid promo telling Liv not to touch the belt because that's her. like, what, what, what is wrong with you people? Like what, what, why, why couldn't they go at it and have a pull apart? Yeah. Why do we got to miss, miss tough Becky, the man. I beat this one in 26 seconds. I'm the one who did this. I'm the one who did that. I'm the one. No, bro. You're the one who just, who, who just powdered from Liv Morgan and made funny faces. That's yeah. who you are. That's the last thing I'm going to remember is the funny faces you're making, the stupid things that you're saying after you just cut a promo telling us who you are. The same person who, about, same person who got her nose broken right. style by Nia right. Jackson. It was right. out of the Survivor Series mask because she had a broken nose. Right. Right now, now, don't accept that. That is mine. Don't you, don't you, Chris, don't you dare, don't you dare. What, 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 wait, what, are, are, are you children? Right. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's quite sad, man. Um, then it we get long too, bro. So long that promo it was, was. It was so long. long. It was long. And, and you you have to if you're trying to push Liv Morgan, you've got to accentuate the positives. I like Liv Morgan. She's 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 green though. She's got a lot to work on, and I don't think the creative team is doing her justice as far as trying to get these positives. Like she lost the first round of the tournament match. And all of a sudden, she wins a, a number one contenders match. You have to realize that these things balance out. That's what. That's why people always critique the 50-50 because you lose the first round of a match, and then you win a, a number one contenders match, and then they they're basically making you look like nothing during the commentary of the of the number one contenders match. Oh yeah, Liv's not going to win this match. She's she's not going to win. I know that. That, that's the whole come from behind type of commentary, but she's not being built as like an underdog or a little engine that could type of deal. She's just not really being booked strongly whatsoever. She's just kind of like with everybody, you know what I mean? Well, yeah, because that's the thing I'm watching this and I'm like, I'm just saying to myself, like, hey, listen, bro, Liv is very attractive and very pleasing to the eye. So, like, I, not that I have an issue with Liv, but I'm looking at this and I'm saying, why would Becky be afraid of her? Right. Like, did, did I miss something? Like, why is she a, like, I don't, I don't understand that. I, I agreed. I, I agreed. You know, you want to be afraid of Ronda Rousey. Like, that's one thing. Right. What What did What did Liv Morgan do to be a threat to you? You You just looked at her face to face like last week, yeah. and you were you were unfazed. Yeah. But now you're phased. Right. Like, but okay. So if you're phased this week and you weren't phased last week. Give us the reason why your face don't have us try to figure that out. Right. That's why you have the continuity and you have to really uh, make sure those patches are filled. Give us a reason why your face this week and you were just unfazed last week. It just, right. it just doesn't make sense to me at all. Yeah. Uh, Randy Orton and Riddle discuss backstage as far as Riddle going out. And then this leads to 
the street profits talking to riddle and then you know the innuendos of wanting to smoke so this is this is what you get for that um Street Profits defeating the Alpha Academy. Plug in the question again. And I care about this because... I care, yeah. I care about this because what? They're trying to build the tag team division, I guess, on Raw. But (laughs) at the same time, it's like, these were the same people who were just beating the crap out of, you know, the Street Profits just, you know, a few months ago. You know what I mean? So it's like... I, it's sad because this this move over to Raw this definitely ain't helping Otis. That's for sure. I mean, I mean bro, what what are we four weeks in now to the from the draft and like this show is already old and stale. Yeah, it is, and it's not. And the people who came to Raw isn't really like it's not helping them overall. Like it's it's not helping anybody who moved like Vega. I guess is the person who's getting the big one of the biggest pushes from the move, but I mean, who's who's really who is it really really helping as far as this draft other than just moving someone else to Raw? It just it, I don't see it. It just the 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 draft isn't isn't how it used to be anymore because it's literally just people moving over Raw, and we'll get to. Um, Finn Balor in a minute. Uh, Zelina Vega defeating Nikki A.S.H. What's the last time the women's tag champs actually defended the title? Bro, I swear to God. I do not know who the women's champ is on this show. I, I saw a promo with, with Charlotte wearing a belt, so she's a champion on SmackDown. Yeah, Becky Lynch is for Raw. I, I I don't even know that. I, I swear to God, bro, I don't even know. I don't even yeah, know that. They switched them, and that's 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 the reason why. She didn't win it. They just switched titles with her. And remember the um, the switch which caused Charlotte to drop the belt and stuff like that. That was the uh, yeah. the reason yeah. why. Yeah. yeah. So she's champ on Raw, and yeah. So it's gonna be Becky versus Charlotte. So it's just I, what I don't understand is that. I, 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 wait a minute. So it's Becky versus Charlotte at the Survivor Series. Yeah. What's on the line? Nothing. Wait, it's a singles match. Yeah. And it's not win to take all. What? No. Is there a title on the line? That's the reason, Vince. I've said for weeks I despise Survivor Series. Oh my god! Because it's literally brand versus brand. And there's nothing at stake for nothing for zero matches, nothing at stake whatsoever. Absolutely nothing at stake. So it's like, why do I care about watching this this show? Because they're trying to do the whole, you know, Xavier Woods. So by proxy, Biggie's upset about that because Roman and Usos are beating up Xavier Woods, and so now I'm I'm mad, and that's going to cause some type of friction as far as the reason why I'm going against Roman Reigns. No, he's just going against Roman Reigns because they're both champs. And nothing's on the line. Nothing. And they haven't even they haven't even announced the they've announced three matches. They've announced Reigns Big E, Becky Charlotte, and then the 
I think they announced the tag matches, but I don't. I forgot who who's even champs. Um, oh goodness! Oh yeah, RK Bro versus the Usos. Uh, and then they have so it's all, it's all champs versus champs with nothing yeah. on the line. Yeah, that's how it's been for the past few years. Wow. Yeah, it, it was. It's that's why I keep saying I I despise Survivor Series. That's what I was saying last week. That's why I was talking about like the old school Survivor Series. And nowadays, you literally just go against the respective champion from the other brand with nothing at stake whatsoever. And now you have Nikki Ash and Rhea Ripley going against nobody because you don't have any champions on the on the other brand. So you have Nakamura and Priest, which we have we didn't even see Priest this week, and this is the go home show to Survivor Series. And Nakamura lost the match, a tag team match. He's been losing matches like left and right now, so that's not building up the mid card uh, champions. So, and then you have that weird five on five for each side. The the Raw and, and SmackDown, and they, and they must have they must have said Survivor Series twenty five thousand times on this show, and who cares? Yeah, it just you literally. I just I don't get it. it I don't understand how there's going to be intrigue, and the matches that they're booking is just. It's lousy. I mean, like, I just don't care, man. I don't like Priest and Nakamura are going to be going against each other based on, you know, uh, the, the format. I don't care. They haven't built either one of them lately, especially not Nakamura. He's been losing matches lately. So I don't care about that. Biggie and Roman, neither of them should be losing at this point. Biggie versus Roman should be built up to a much bigger stage than nothing on the line. And then you have the tag RK bro and Usos. I don't, I don't care. Like that just, that's, that's not a, the pro it could be a pay-per-view match, but the build is so lousy that you've barely had anybody switch over. Like I said before, the biggest build that should have came out of survivor series is Becky Charlotte. Because since Becky is champ and Charlotte's champ, they should have used that to main event Survivor Series. And but at the same time, Becky Becky needs to be a better heel because she really don't know what she wants to be nowadays. And then that's the, at the expense of people like a Bianca Belair who's supposed to get that babyface rub. But then Becky Lynch is still trying to get the man and Becky chance. It's, it's just, it, it's really confusing to me, Vince. I don't get it, bro. Uh, we get uh, Selena uh, real Ripley after that gets upset that Nikki ASH loses. And then she beats uh, Carmella. So, and Nikki ASH is not on the woman's team, but Rhea Ripley is though. Right. And Carmella's absolutely ridiculous wearing this mask because somebody's playing a rib on it. Yes, and and Carmelo's on the team, but Nikki Asch isn't on this weird. This you've got this team raw, this team SmackDown for for guys and the girls, but the guys are fighting each other, and the girls are fighting each other right before. Just like when you had uh, Lashley beat the snot out of Rey Mysterio, and we'll get to that. We'll get to that in a minute. I do want to point this out, though, after this, these two matches, bro, 
they are pumping in crowd noise to so. nauseam. <laughs> no, I, I mean, bro, the, the the booze and the cheers and where they're putting them when blatantly nobody cares. Mm. No, nobody cares. They're making these pops sound like Steve Austin just walked out, bro. Mm. That's what they're making these pops sound like. And, and and you know, even when when Pierce made the announcement at the end about Austin Theory, like really, bro, half of the people in that arena don't even know who Austin Theory is, but they're booing that decision. Come on, bro. Real? Are we that stupid? Yeah. Yeah. I guess they think we are. Kevin Owens defeating uh, Finn Balor. Wait, before we get to that, though, bro, I got to ask you this, Chris. We got a little gimmick in the back with Pierce and Big E. I guess Adam Pierce is a heel now. I don't know how that happened. I must have missed something. Regardless. Why why are you bringing up Brock Lesnar's name if Brock Lesnar is not going to be on the show? That doesn't make any sense to me. Why would you do that? Like, why would you do that? I've got two words for you. If if you don't do what I tell you to do, I've got two words for you. Brock Lesnar, but this is the same Brock Lesnar. You don't follow SmackDown, but Brock Lesnar just beat the brakes off of Adam Pierce a few weeks ago and he uh suspended him. So and now, and now he's gonna use now Pierce is using him as a henchman, and he's nowhere in near the state of Indiana. Yeah, no But we can throw his name out yeah, there. Just throw his name out. I don't, yeah. I, I don't know. Yep. Just, just throw his name out there. Um, Owens beating Balor. What a fall from grace from Finn Balor, man. Like, just again, you come on the Raw show, you get drafted to the Raw, the flagship show, and nothing. Just, hey, I was supposed to get Seth, I was supposed to job out to Seth Rollins, but you'll do. You know, yeah. <laughs> there's, yeah. a, there's another you'll do. And wow, I mean, Finn Balor unannounced. I mean, just just a regular, a regular backstage. If you would have left and used the bathroom, you, you would have known nothing about it, bro. I swear to God, those people in attendance. I swear to God, I would just, I would love to ask them one simple question: Who are you paying to see? That's a good question. Like who? who like I, I'm. I'm asking. Who are you paying, bro? I guarantee you, uh, my, the my answer to that would be, bro. I bet you there are a ton of kids that want to see Riddle. I guarantee you there are a, a bunch of kids that want to go to the show to see Riddle. I, yeah. I and I think that's the top draw. Yeah. Who are you paying money to see? Are you paying money to see Kevin Owens? Are you paying money to see Finn Balor? Who are you paying money to go and see? That's a good question. SK Nation, what is your answer to that? That's a really, really good answer. Oh, that's a really good question. Uh, one person said Liv, uh, Liv Morgan. Well, that's, all, that's, um, a, that's a horny guy saying that. <laughs> I mean, come on. Let, let's, be, let's be honest. Horny, baby. I think that's a legit. Are you pay, are you paying down your hard earned money to see Becky Lynch? Like, serious? Are you? Not me. No, I know people who are big Becky Lynch fans, but uh, I' not sure about that. Um, yeah. What what what's your answers, SK Nation? Uh, put them in the chat. What is your answers? Who are you paying to see? Until until then, 
AJ Styles and almost defeating uh, uh, the Dirty Dogs. Two heel you, tag teams, nothing. Right. We don't care. Two things. We don't care. And who you pay money to see? <laughs> you pay money to go see? You, you're throwing oh down my. your. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, bro. You're throwing down your hard earned money, bro. You're going to work dodging COVID. So you could, yeah. you could throw down money to see Almos, bro. Really? I'm going to wear this mask yeah. just to bro. make sure yes. that I am cleared before yes. next week. Because I'm telling you, on oh. Monday, I cannot wait. Oh, I'm telling you, man. I dodged COVID this past week. I'm good to go. I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm fine. I made it. It's Monday. I cannot wait tonight. I'm going to Raw. I paid my money. Front row seat. I'm going to see almost. Bro, I swear to God, like I'm a I'm a big Fleetwood Mac mark, right? So a couple of years, a couple of years ago, they kicked Lindsey Buckingham out of the band. Okay. But they still got Stevie Nicks, Christine McVie, John McVie, and Big Fleetwood. But I'm like, wait a minute. I'm not paying to see them without Lindsey Buckingham. Like that Stevie Nicks was out. No, I'm not paying. My, no, I need them all there. Who are you paying to go see on this show? Who? Austin Theory? You know what, man? If I, I don't pay to go to shows because of media. So uh, if I was paying, I just, I mean, you know, when you when you think about a show, when you think about a when you when you think about a show, you're think you're paying to see the main eventer and everybody like before the main event is just it's just helping your excitement for the yeah, big right, for the right. big match. Yep, yep. And that's and the so, way you, you would build a card, bro. Absolutely. That's how you would build a card, right? Absolutely. Um Derek says, I'd rather see Dr. Chris and Vince Russo sing a duet than go to Raw. Okay, so uh, we got to duet this thing soon. Oh, I'll do that. I just yeah. did karaoke the whole last hour of Raw, bro. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> nice. We got to figure out what to sing. So, um, all right. So, who would I pay to see? Uh, no, no one. No one. Lashley, Rhea, and Orton. That's what. Okay. Uh, all right. Lashley, Rhea, and Orton. Okay. Okay. Um, I mean, lastly, I can understand. I can say Rhea Ripley too, and Orton's a a, a legend. But again, I just um, I wouldn't pay my money to see one person, three people maybe. But still, what I see, like what I pay to see them, if I know that they're going to be just useless in a matter of weeks, you know, what I mean, like that's the reason why I just wouldn't pay for a Raw show. I would. Like, for instance, I like SmackDown. Like, I, I think SmackDown's the best show in professional wrestling right now. Just because it's two hours, it doesn't feel long and contrived. I mean, it doesn't feel long and drawn out. Uh, there's there's some decent story arcs going on. And then Roman Reigns is the best thing going in professional wrestling right now because he feels larger than the business. He is the only wrestler in all of professional wrestling to me that feels bigger than the business, mm-hmm. and be, and that's that brings the old school feel to me because it has that large in life mentality. He's mm-hmm. the to me he's the only wrestler in all of professional wrestling that feels larger than life, and so for that reason I do like SmackDown, and AEW's okay. You know AEW's okay. Still has that fresh car smell feel to it. It's fading a lot, but there's at least it's 
I'd watch AEW more than Raw any day of the week. But it's just like when I look at Raw, I look at people that has a lot of I look at people who have a lot of potential. You know, like there's a lot of people on this roster that can be utilized very, very well. And it could cause me to grow intrigue and want to see the next show. I think Big E has a ton of talent. I mean, he has a wealth of talent. He's doing voice. I mean, he's doing like uh, hype videos for Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder now. Like his, as far as the entertainment industry, he has a wealth of potential. I think he can be super big, like a superstar. I mean, there's other people. I think the Street Profits has a uh, Bianca Belair. I mean, she could be the next Trish Stratus. I think you know what I mean. But the problem is, is that the way that the characters are being invested with Raw with with uh, WWE. It's making nobody, even though they have a bunch of potential, it's making nobody stand out or feel different. Mm-hmm. You just got like wrestling isn't for everybody to look and feel the same. Mm-hmm. Like old school wrestling was never that. It was, it was, it was, you had the, you had the top and the top, and then you had the mid carters, but the top were so good though that the mid carters were good. Mm-hmm. You had, you had Savage and Steamboat before you had Hogan and Andre. Hogan and Andre was such a pinnacle match. Bro. You could see anything on WrestleMania 3. Bro, look at any television show. Look at look at look at Seinfeld. Yeah. You got your four main eventers. Yep. Then you got your mid-card guys. Yep. Then you got the guys that make three appearances. Mm-hmm. Then you got Bro, there's a whole ensemble cast. Yep. Everybody plays a role. Yeah. Okay. What are the roles here? What are 50, the roles? 50, we we watch Seinfeld. We know Jerry, George, yep. uh, uh, Kramer, and um, what's a face? Elaine. We know they're the stars of the show. Mm-hmm. We know they're the main event. That that's that's Hogan and Andre. We know that. Yep. Then we got the people. Then we got the Kurt Hennings underneath. Then we got the South. We got Newman. Newman's Randy Savage. Like, we get it. Like, we, yeah. everybody has a role. We know what their roles are. Yep. And we got Putty. Putty's got a reoccurring role. Yep. Then the Soup Nazi makes one appearance. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. We, we, we know the role. What are the roles here? Who is where on the card? Where are they? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I grew up watching. Uh, I was big. Fresh Prince of Bel Air fan, you know what I mean, and will uh, you know uh, um, Will Smith? He he was he was the guy, you know what I mean. Then yeah. you had Carlton, you know what I mean. Yeah. He was he was he was like the second in in, in yeah. command as far as the big stars. Yeah. And then you had Uncle Phil down there, and then you had like uh, 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 Jazzy Jeff would make his appearance and get thrown out the the, the house. You know what I mean? Yes. Like it was everybody every had week. a role. Yes. And that you were looking role. forward to seeing everybody. Exactly. You were looking forward to seeing everybody. Bro. Absolutely. Absolutely. Here, we, I don't, what, what, this is a mishmash. Like every, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I agree. Like this, bro, you know what it is? And here, here's the next point, Chris, like if they don't know the characters, how are we going to know? Correct. It, here's a perfect case in point, bro. I, I I pointed this out. We do this whole montage of Damian Priest snapping, 
and his eyes, you know, protruding from his face. They're about to pop out of the sockets. Every shot is that way. Every shot. That's the package. We go to the graphic now. Okay? Mm-hmm. Here's Damian Priest. Good point. <laughs> who Who is he, bro? Like, yeah. is he the guy I just saw the, the last five minutes with his eyes popping out of his head? Or mm-hmm. is he... Yeah. That's what I mean, bro. They don't know who the characters are, bro. Yeah, Yeah, I agree. And if you're trying to get this darker side of Damian Priest, (laughs) the next graphic definitely just takes that all away. So, agree, my man. Uh, We close off the show with Lashley defeating Mysterio. I don't understand what all these swaps are for. you're swapping Dominic for Lashley. And now Lashley, uh, yeah, I think it's about time for that. You know what's so funny? I didn't even, I, I, they, they were doing some changes here. Yeah, they better not change this. I they didn't not, have it, and I knew that we were going to throw it. one up. So here we he go. Time out. Time out. Time out. Joey. Time out. Joey. Bro, this is my favorite. This is my favorite, bro. I might have to get up and pantomime this for you. Bro, did we watch the murder of Dominic Mysterio last week? Yes. <laughs> what was the guy murdered last week? Yeah. Mur- murdered. Okay. Not only didn't he miss tonight's show, bro, the kid literally came out like this with his dad. <laughs> The the kid got his butt kicked. Bro, this kid should have been wrapped up in a span like like barely. Nah, bro. He comes. Bro. Are you kidding me? Like, Chris, are you kidding me? Are you kidding? What Lashley did to this kid last week? Did not phase him whatsoever. Nope. Didn't Are you kidding me, not, bro? Not one piece of tape on him, man. Not he, he didn't even have kinesio tape on him. Like and he, he's he, coming he, down, he's doing this <laughs> to his dad. I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah. It, it, it seems like they again they forgot. Uh, clearly, they forgot that he got, you know, just massacred last week. Oh and my by, by, by Bobby Lashley just got totally decimated by Bobby Lashley. Not one piece of tape on him. And, and instead, he's doing what again? Give me that one more time, Vince. He's he's doing what again? <laughs> he's doing that. Oh we my know. God! I'm like, what is wrong with you people? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't get it, man. I don't get it. No, no. But again, but again. Can Bobby Lashley please say something? Bro. Can Bobby Lashley say, bro, should he really be on the show this week? Right. Can right. he say something? Bro, He they didn't use him in the match. Yeah, he wasn't even needed. Right. He wasn't needed. There was no people. I mean, like, it, it seems like they're having him out there because eventually he's going to get tired of uh, you know, be looking at his dad and lose and be disappointed and stuff like that. So we're probably going to be getting Ray versus Dominic, but you're doing all of these things before 
the go home, like in the go home show of Survivor Series here, which has nothing at stake. So at least get me somewhat excited about Survivor Series. But you're doing like storylines outside of Survivor Series as if we're supposed to just bypass Sunday. It, it just it makes no sense to me whatsoever that at the end of the match, the go home show to one of your big four pay-per-views is last week we're like, yeah, we need all world champions there. So we're going to take you away, Dominic, and put in this guy, Bobby Lashley. And then this week, oh, we're going to take out a world champion and put in Austin Theory out of anybody. At the end of the show. At the very end of the show. That's the big, ooh. That's the cliffhanger. That's the cliffhanger to lead us to the big four pay-per-view Survivor Series, the flagship show, the last show before Survivor Series on Raw, is Austin Theory taking selfies. Like, that's going to get me super excited. Bro, I was just watching because I'm I'm reviewing my old Attitude Era shows, like my last two years of writing. I'm reviewing them over there on Russo'sBrand.com, okay? Mm-hmm. Bro, if you remember... This is what I'm talking about, bro. Uh, this was the pay-per-view after Kane was introduced. Okay. So and there was, was uh, uh, October. So back yeah, October, was, that's yeah. it. October 7th, 1997. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm talking about, bro. So at the pay-per-view, Farouk had an intercontinental title match against Owen. Okay. Austin screwed Farouk. Because he wants the belt to stay on Owen because he's going to take the belt off of Owen. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so now you go to the next night. Vince McMahon is asking Austin why you did what you did. Mm -hmm. Austin's cutting the promo on Owen. Bro, this is when Owen messed up his neck with with all that. So he's Uh, cutting the promo. SummerSlam of that year, right? Yeah, he's cutting Mm -hmm. the promo on Owen, right? Mm -hmm. He's cutting This is why I did it, because I want that SOB Mm -hmm. in the ring, blah, 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 blah. Okay, great. That would have been the segment in 2021. Yeah. But wait a minute. Who pops up on the screen? Farouk and the nation. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute, bro. Like, whoa. I don't, you, your deal with Owen, I got no way. You screwed me last. Right. You see what I'm saying? Right. Farouk is protected. Bro, yeah. in 2021, Farouk would have been an afterthought. That yeah. that scene would have never taken place. Yeah. yeah That's what I mean, bro. You got, you got to put your shoes yourself in the shoes of every every uh every character and like i said off the get-go with Big E. yeah biggie's not going to the ring in full gear putting the crowd over putting this <laughs> no bro he's in street clothes we see him walking in the back with a folding chair sit it down and this that's what you see bro yeah. because that's what he would do yeah they do not protect these characters whatsoever. No. It just feels like a bunch of just quasi-characters filling in three hours instead of each one of them having their own identity and causing some entertaining episodic television. You make a really good point as far as Big E. Having the street clothes, 
why not add those layers to his character? Like it, it's it's your job to yep. make him look good as a character. He yep. is the he is the guy for Raw. Yep. He is he is the number one guy on Raw. Why not add more layers to his character and give me some realism here? I mean, there's not going to confiscate any SEC violations. That's not going to cause any type of uh fcc like whatever you know number uh, whatever initials you want that's not going to cause any type of violation to say okay well we're going to pull the plug on the deal on our shares or anything like that instead that's going to cause better episodic television it's going to cause fans to say huh this is something different than when i'm you what the cookie cutter type of big e that i'm used to seeing Oh, okay. I, I'm more intrigued now. This is different. This is new. This is fresh. This is actually investing time in his character. And I would be much more intrigued to see a Big E in street clothes with a folding chair than a Big E who doesn't even mention first the person who beat him up the week before. And then, Chris, let's say an insult to injury. I'm going to let the guy stand there and cut a promo. And then I'm going to power walk after him up the ramp. Yeah. Okay. What happened? What happened? He got beat up by the Usos. Yeah, well, yeah, but, the, but, but, but even after that, like even after that and bro. And then, and then if he's getting beat up by the Usos, why isn't Kevin Owens picking his spot I there? That's the what thing. I'm saying, bro. You got to put yourself. Okay. Now we got jumped by the Usos. Now Kevin Owens, the heel can get in more. Yeah. Where's, you know why Kevin Owens isn't there? Because bro, we got to set up a six man tag. It, yeah. it, it doesn't make, we can't figure that out. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about, bro. You got to stay true to everybody, man. Yeah, yeah. And why is Seth Rollins even in the six-man tag? Why couldn't Kevin Owens be in the six-man tag? You know what I mean? Just, yeah. It doesn't make sense to me whatsoever, man. But listen, what does make sense is you've got some stuff going on on your Patreon to let people know what is the rhyme and reason behind this nonsense? Vince versus Vince. Let them know one more time, man. Bro, I also do have to tell you, though, uh, I just today, man, I was doing my uh, my Attitude Era show. And um, off the bat, we had uh, the first match off the bat, bro, is um, trying to find because you'll get a kick out of this. Um, the first match is... Owen Hart against Hawk, and Owen Hart is the Intercontinental Champion. Okay. Now, keep in mind, bro, this first match of the night was 38 minutes. Mm -hmm. Owen Hart versus Hawk, three minutes and 17 seconds. <laughs> three minutes and 17 seconds, bro. Okay. Yeah, bro, Vince versus Vince. And, bro, I'm telling you, I, I wish I could talk about it. It's going to give you a lot of insight. Um, I'm I'm um, – I'm documenting my entire relationship with Vince over the years, which ended in an email exchange just a couple of weeks ago. I can't wait to reveal these emails, bro, because it's going to show you like where the guy is at, where the company is at. It's going to show you where I'm at. Um, and that's on a little series, Vince versus Vince. That's on uh, Patreon. 
Facebook.com forward slash Russo TWC. And I am breaking down the Attitude Era hour by hour. And that is on Russo'sBrand.com. I just did a brand new episode today. Fantastic. Seeing these non-scripted promos, bro, are just so like Paul Bear. This this was the one where Paul Bearer introduces Kane mm. to the world. Wow. And, and bro, the classic line, I'll never forget this. He opens it up with, go ahead, laugh at the fat man. Laugh. Everybody wants to laugh. I didn't write that. Wow. You, you, no, bro. Like, but yeah. oh my God, bro, to hear these guys cut. Bro, Austin was talking about Farouk, and he goes, Man, it ain't a, it ain't about race, it ain't about color, it's about me kicking your <laughs> this was so, this is what they would say. Yeah. They, you wouldn't say do drop. Well, I want you to know after Survivor series, I'll be like. Come on, <laughs> man. Who, who, who says that, bro? Yeah, who says yeah. that? <sighs> Good point, man. Excellent points today. And um, I, I'm super thankful that this show features Vince Russo uh, because you were there in the heat of when wrestling was uh, when wrestling felt authentic. You know, and then, but now it's just so contrived. Bro, Vin, Vince is on color. It's Vince, JR, and Lola. Mm -hmm. Chris, the entire match, they're building the characters and they're not calling moves. Mm -hmm. Once in a while, JR will jump in there. All three of these guys, bro, are telling the stories, are getting the character, how this one felt, reminding you what that. Bro, you watch these shows today. They're calling every move. Yeah. I, I mean, bro, honestly, unless I'm a blind guy, I'm seeing the moves, bro. Like, yeah. I, you don't need to tell me what I'm seeing. Yeah. Get the characters over. Get the stories over. And like I said, bro, if, if I'm blind, okay. But how many blind people are watching this show? That all you're telling me is move for move for move. I'm seeing the move, bro. Yeah. Give me some substance. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I agree. Give me some substance and make it make sense to me. Yes. I, that's that's the type of guy. I'm, I'm a make it make sense. What's the end game? Why am I like? Don't have me do most of the thinking when you're wanting to have me intrigued. Like I should be not doing, you should make it, you should do raw for dummies. You know what I mean? Just like you do people write books for dummies, so to speak. I want raw for dummies. Make this make sense to me and make it very easy to navigate just like episodic television. I just, again, it just doesn't make any sense to me that you're making it so difficult to navigate. Even for the hardcore fans, it's like, it's so difficult to navigate through an episode of Raw. And again, you can, you could not watch it Raw for six months and not miss anything. Yeah. Because it'll just be patching storylines and no continuity to it. And it makes it look like you didn't miss anything because there's no continuity. You don't want to go back. Bro, it's like, too, it's like I don't watch SmackDown, but I saw the highlights. They did a whole SmackDown thing, and it looked like at the end of the SmackDown, the Usos beat up uh, uh, Xavier Woods. 
was Kofi there or no? Um, that's a good question. Um, no. I know that no. Okay, so bro, even e even when you look at that, the Usos left Xavier Woods laying. Mm -hmm. Bro, Big E should be the one that shows up on SmackDown Correct. because now the Usos and Roman Reigns are standing tall. Yeah. Why would they go after Big E? They now have the upper hand. Yeah. It should have been Big E going to SmackDown. But no, bro, we got to make a six-man tag. So the Usos are now going to go. That's what I'm talking about, bro. Yeah. It's E-logical. Yes, correct. Absolutely. Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Russo, was it Russobrand.com? Russo's, Russo'sBrand.com. Russo, yeah, just remember, every, everything's off Russo'sBrand.com. Russo'sBrand.com forward slash TWC. Go check that Patreon, Vince versus Vince. He's got uh, some really, really good things. And you know what? <clears throat> Here's the thing. Check my rhyme. When you watch Vince versus Vince, this will all make sense. Yes, it definitely will. It definitely will. Yes. <laughs> Thank, you. Oh. Thank you very much. Well, Vince, this is uh, this was difficult. <laughs> this was this was one of the worst roles I've seen all year. To me, to honestly, it just none of it made sense to me. It just it just wasn't. I was just watching match by match, and I was like, Survivor Series is the go. It's like. It's a go-home show to Survivor Series. This is supposed to be one of the biggest pay-per-views of the year, and none of this makes any sense to me. So sad to hear. But what does make sense is that we have a good time every single yes. every single Monday on Legion of Raw, and you got a unannounced, unplanned bouncy from us in the beginning of the show. So yes. Yeah, if, very you watch, if you're watching this at the end of the show, I'm about to close, but I want you to go back to the end of the show and check the bounties and that one's for you okay? very impressive that very one's for you yes. he's vince russo i'm dr chris featherstone this is the legion of raw have a good night and enjoy survivor series <laughs>